Hello, everyone, and welcome to a special Christmas episode of The Right Perspective. Be sure to like, share, and subscribe on any and every platform you use to engage with us. Today, we're going to recap and review Elf, a 2003 comedy film directed by John Favreau, written by David Birnenbaum, and starring Will Ferrell, James Caan, Zoe Deschanel, Mary Steenburgen, Edward Asner, and Bob Newhart. The film made $225 million on a budget of $33 million and continues to be so popular that it is playing in movie theaters in New York right now (laughs) in the year of our Lord, 2022. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) The film also inspired a Broadway musical, Elf the Musical, in 2010. (laughs) And NBC's 2014 stop-motion animated television special called Elf, Buddy's Christmas, Buddy's Musical Christmas. That is hilarious. Right. So for some, these details would make this movie a classic. But today, we will determine whether it is a classic from the right perspective. We'll do a recap. We'll discuss the movie. And then we'll take a vote using a voting symbol picked especially for this discussion. Let's start with intros. Kick us off, bro. Hi, I'm Aubrey Wright. I'm the oldest. I'm Janiah Wright. I'm the middle. Hi, I'm Brittany Wright, and I am the youngest. And Brittany, it was your idea for us to do this special Christmas episode, you know? Yes. You wanted to do the Christmas episode and you wanted to do about Elf. What is that about, sis? <laughs> you know what? I love Will Ferrell. Will Ferrell, well, when you watch this, just know I love you. And I laugh at Talladega Nights like it's the first time I see it every time I watch it. That was a funny book. It was so funny. You're hilarious. It's so, oh. No, but Brittany loves her some Will Ferrell. <laughs> yeah. It's like, because your people are like, Will, agree. Will Smith, Will Ferrell. Is that name a- Will? Is that <laughs> name? Is that name? I agree. Will, Will Ferrell, when he does stuff, I feel like he's really enjoying it. I don't know. <laughs> yes. I don't know if he is or not. Well but said, I'm gonna tell bro. You, I feel like every time I feel like he watched, I'm watching the movie and he's like, all right, you know what we should do. Let's, <laughs> like, I feel like that's what it's like being on set. Anything, yeah. And like, he's down for whatever. Yeah. Like he, in that movie, old school, when he was streaking by himself. <laughs> yeah. He was all like, by himself. <laughs> or like in Wedding Crashers, Mom, Milo. Yeah, Milo. That, 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 that part was... <laughs> I don't think that part gets enough credit. It's hilarious. When you were in the theater, I mean, think about when the time of that movie came out. There wasn't a whole bunch of internet. There was we didn't know <laughs> Will Ferrell was in this movie. And then right. all when of a he sudden came out, <laughs> and he was like, I almost nunchucked you. You don't even know. <laughs> and you know some of that's improv. You know it, it is. And the reason He's you like know- He's like an improv king. Exactly. <laughs> and, the, and y'all, we have to shout out like Will Ferrell back in the day. One of my favorite things he used yes. to do at SNL was the cheerleaders. Yes, y'all remember God, the cheerleaders? But they would just so be cheering. Nobody invited them, yet they're cheering at the they're swim, cheering the at swim, the swim round. Right. And, it, and it was especially funny because- our high school mascot was the Spartans. Yes. And they're the Spartans. Yes. And they are red and black. Just yes. like. <laughs> so oh, there man. was just that extra That layer. great physical comedy. It's true. Yeah. Oh, and one thing I like about Will Ferrell is, you know, sometimes, and it can be a little off-putting for me, like sometimes like 
like SNL, you know, and also like as I started to get into the improv world here in New York, like with Upright Citizens Brigade, there there were parts of it that could feel very kind of like frat boyish, you know, and like, you know, so you just feel very much excluded, like as a black woman, I'm like, well, I don't relate to this comedy at all, you know, and Will Ferrell, we know he's from that world he doesn't come off like that you know mm-hmm. he's so you know his his comedy his approach is just so uniquely him and so accessible or you, you know, don't like you, you never you never hear he's like keanu reeves in the sense of you don't you never hear negative stuff about him i hope i'm not jinxing it but you just you just don't like like listen like Bro, I literally yeah. said that the other day. I yeah. said, please, Will, just don't stay on the good no. foot. Stay on the good foot. Um, even well, he ain't got, they, they can unearth something from 27 years ago. So he could have been on the good foot for the past 27 years. It's true, bro. be like, we found a tweet from yeah, we found 22. Um, the, did you, did even you? his Funny or Die with his daughter pretending to be coming to get rent from him. That's oh, yeah, that was funny. Exactly. Pearl, Pearl. Did you, did, you, did you see, <laughs> did you guys ever watch that? I, we might talk about it before, but did you ever see Zach Galifianakis between yes. two ferns? You know, bro, yes, you told I me about okay. it. I didn't yeah, watch but, it. But, <laughs> it's just a bunch of short clips. Yeah. Like, like if, so, oh, and, they're, and they're definitely funny to watch. But he did one with Will. Farrell. I know. Oh, and, and, a, that and the thing, the thing about Zach Galifianakis is he don't care neither. Yeah. And it's just it's so two comedians trying to outdo each other on how far we go. <laughs> yeah. You can just see both of them like, I don't care, dog. I do not care. <laughs> they, so whatever you, whatever you doing, me. I'm, I'm up in the ante. I'm up okay, in the ante. Go. I'm watching and, this after we get that recording. Okay, I'm I'm trying, trying, I think I've seen yeah. that one. <laughs> Yeah, one of the, because even when he does normal interviews, he doesn't really answer questions for real. Like he's not really in the interview <laughs> like other he's people. He's always being silly. Because it's almost like this stuff is not real, y'all. Like I'm not gonna sit here and act like I'm having a serious conversation about winning crashers. I'm just not. Right. Like it was not. fun. It was fun. I'm gonna have fun now. But I say all that to say I love Will Ferrell. Yeah, yes, well, y'all, so y'all, y'all have to see it. I know I keep telling y'all about it. Y'all have to see Spirited, this new one that came out with him and Ryan Reynolds. And I, I, I don't want to speak too soon about putting Ryan, Ryan Reynolds at the Will Ferrell level, you know, but I got to say, he I like does a, well. He, he does good. good. He, he does. does. I had, yeah. listen, so you got, you got this, this good Will Ferrell and you got this good Ryan Reynolds. And then the other thing about Spirited is they have, they have finally found a unique take on the story of the three ghosts coming at night to help the person change their life at Christmas, the Scrooge story. They found a unique take, y'all. Who who wow. thought it was even possible to, to get a unique take on this story we're all basically probably sick of at this point. And, but these two performances, y'all, I mean, this is, this is a, it's a Will Ferrell at, at his best, at his best. Well, in speaking about that, did you all see Will Ferrell and Ryan Reynolds do the little challenge? Yes. For, I for could Grace be, Kelly? I could be, oh no. Yeah. The name of the song, the real song is Grace Kelly. Okay. Uh, by okay. Mika. 
So you never heard the song? You gotta hear the song. Well, no, I, I've heard the song before. Okay, yeah. you have heard the song. But yeah, it's just, but when they did that challenge, it was like, they shut it down. Like, it was like, yeah, I mean, other people have done it. So talented. many people have done it. Yeah, they're so good. But and it was like they sounded good, but they were also silly. Yeah, so but like they still sounded good. But they and sounded I can't good. Remember who it was there was this actor, and he was complaining about Ryan Reynolds, and he was like, "And he can sing? This is ridiculous!" <laughs> he, was, he was like, "You know, he's talking about how he's tall, he's in shape, he's good looking, and he, he can, can do dance. serious, and he can, and he can dance, and he can, and he can sing." Because <laughs> he sounds good. He does. He, he does. sounds good. He does. You know? Man, we're not. We haven't even talked about. We're so we haven't. Sorry, we're Let's off track. But yet we're, we're on back track. On. We're on track because it was truly. I mean, we we haven't done. Uh, we didn't do a Christmas episode the last two seasons, did yeah. we? Yes, we mm-hmm. did. But like they spe- weren't like very Christmas esque. It was Die Hard was one. Of- <laughs> <laughs> Carl Aubrey, that's a Christmas movie. That's yeah, Christmas movie. and yeah. Uh, I can't remember what we did the year before. We should do Home Alone like, one year. We have to. It's a yeah. month. Oh, that would be a so month. fun. And I, we're not doing all of them. We're just I, doing the one. I, I already think, put it on the list that fast. It's Home Alone, all movies. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I think I think Home Alone might be the movie we've seen as a family the most. I, I think it might be mm. a contender because back in Pittsburgh, we used to have the $2 movie, which for us was the main movie. So, <laughs> you, had, so you had the original release. <laughs> Yes. But our release was the two dollars. It's a little later. It was a little later. Which is so and funny because both of the theaters that we used to go to for cheap movies are both luxury theaters now. Really? <laughs> I, mean, I don't even oh, remember one. Oh, what, y'all what was switched it up. Um, oh, we, we had to a... go to Waterworks too. Waterworks. But that, was a, but that wasn't. It might not have been a two dollar movie though. It that was, was more like it, it was just wasn't, less. It, it wasn't was a Showcase as... Cinemas East level. Exactly. But it wasn't two dollar movie level either. It no. was like okay. But well, both of them now have reclining seats. They both serve alcohol. <laughs> I'm like, oh. It's that, so that, unexpected that, movie that movie had, theaters had are like run. this. Yeah. That movie had a long run in the $2 movie. And we went back many, many times. But you know Home what? Home Alone, it's one of these, it's one, I think that movies like Home Alone, Elf, like these movies, I don't think that they are making them with the mindset of 30 years later. Oh, this is, you know what I mean? They're making nope. like, oh, this will be a fun Christmas movie. And it just works. Well, I, and they just and they just stay like well, sis, you've just given me an opportunity for some trivia. Oh, so. snap, crackle, and pop. <laughs> Let's get it. So the director of Elf. He actually loved the idea of the movie being something that could be watched year over year over year. Oh, and so he actually put little Easter eggs all throughout the movie that he thought people could discover on second, third, and fourth oh, viewing. That's cool. Oh, I that's love cool. that. And so the one um, example that they gave on the IMDb trivia page was, um, you know, there's the scene where, um, you know, Will Ferrell gets caught on the news traipsing through the park looking like a um, like the abominable it, exactly. no 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 it was it was a imitation bigfoot. of that bigfoot yeah, bigfoot yeah so that was an example of the category oh, that yeah. you might not catch it really the first time but the second time you, you might go back it. and okay. get it later 
Okay. So actually, he I know this, this is at least one example where they did make it as something that oh, we hope would, would stand the test of time. Well, listen, you did it because it comes on every year, just like a Christmas story comes on every year. It sure does. Home Alone comes on every year. It's like, it's a staple movie. So I love that. I love yeah. that. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Sorry, listeners. I know you guys are like, what? We haven't gotten a review yet. It's okay. <laughs> Well, let's get started. Let's get started. So we need to pick a voting symbol for the, we've talked about 80 movies now, but the one (laughs) we're going to actually recap and review today is Elf. And uh, we need a voting symbol. If you're new to our podcast, we always pick a voting symbol that is is inspired by the content we're reviewing. And then we we take a vote at the end of the discussion. And, and it's so interesting because sometimes we come in, we already know how we're gonna vote. Sometimes the discussion just will change your mind. Sometimes you come in without your opinion, solid and ready to go. And then the discussion helps you to flush it out. So we, we vote at the end about whether the, the, the movie, the content that we're reviewing will be a, a classic from the right perspective. And I have one to recommend. <laughs> And you know, it's like I didn't get, I didn't really fully flush it out, you know, um, but there's something in it. And actually, my boyfriend James came up with this one, and I, you know, it's good, it's good. So I got to give him credit. And he recommended that we use as a voting symbol a snow globe. Oh. Now in the movie, you know, <laughs> in the movie, uh, Will Ferrell he uses a snow globe to find his father right he has a snow globe with the empire state building on it he knows his father works in the empire state building and so literally it is the moment where he his 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 journey is over his journey to new york to find his father is over as when he looks in the snow globe he sees the empire state building and he's like i found it uh the other thing about a snow globe is that there's something about it um that is i mean and when you think about the experience of buddy the character he really lived his life in a little bubble that humans just we don't there it is you know you're outside it's outside it's outside of the human experience he just was insulated from it completely and so uh we got to see the results of that when he does come to the human world uh he's interacting with humans and it's so funny because in so many ways he has much more in common with us because he is a human than he has with the elves, even though he was raised among elves. Um, but because his life was so sheltered in that elf experience, he just, he doesn't, he doesn't understand our customs, the way an adult should act. You know, he's, he's approaching life with like this whimsy that could only be nurtured in an environment as special as, as, you know, Santa's workshop, you know, in the North Pole. So that life in a bubble that he experienced, also there's something about a snow globe that captures that i bet y'all didn't think a snow globe could get beat i bet y'all didn't think that y'all didn't know that only on the right perspective only on the right right perspective we get deep yeah and y'all should hear y'all should hear me and james like debating these voting symbols like well then again (laughs) (laughs) it's so fun (laughs) oh my gosh mine was a a candy cane Mm. And it was because when I watched him making the 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 journey, it was funny because I was like, "How's he gonna make it all the way there?" And they just have him walking, and then when he walked into that candy cane forest, I was like, "This is so ridiculous!" And it was funny, but 
Then he kept mentioning it throughout the whole movie. It yeah. was like, so I walked in the Kenny King voice. <laughs> and then I went through, I forget which title it was. Yeah, and I gumdropped something. So y'all, I actually pulled up the language that Buddy was using to describe his trip. Because <laughs> he said it so many times. I passed through the seven levels of the candy cane forest, through the sea of swirly, twirly gumdrops, and then I walked through the Lincoln Tunnel. You know what? <laughs> hey, yo, I just love how they weren't even trying to make that make sense. No, it, just, it didn't. They it didn't weren't. make any sense. They and by the, he was uh, sitting on a piece of ice. And then as he got to the candy cane forest, he was only able to stand. And I was yeah, like, why is your eyes melting? What's cracking up? And well, why did my... he step off like he wasn't in dire? Exactly. He wasn't a time. Yeah, he, knew, he knew it was going to be timed perfectly. You know, that's, <laughs> that's the thing, that character, it, he lived in such innocence. Yeah. Yes. You know, now the one thing I couldn't figure out is why Santa couldn't just drop him off in New York. Yeah. That yes, was my we were, struggle. We were going to get into that. <laughs> okay, we're we'll going into that. With, with, with movies like Home Alone and Elf, if you start asking questions, you're right. You, you are messed completely. Up. You already messed up. Yeah, you already you messed up. You got to go with it. You just got to go for the ride. Listen, I, <laughs> my voting symbols that I thought about were just two, which was actual Will Ferrell in his Elf costume because it's just so notable. It is. Um, That's but, actually the cover. Like when you think of like the movie poster, yeah. it's literally just him as it's the L him. and Elf. I think you you were you just are seeing it. And then also, I That's thought good. about maple syrup. Listen, him putting Those maple syrup good. on everything. I was like, this. Did is y'all notice um, in the in the Elf's workshop they had maple syrup instead of coffee? Did not. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably one of those things. I I didn't see it. I read it in the trivia. And I was like, see, that's funny. That's funny. That's That's, what but maple syrup is really it's good. It's so good because it's one of those things where it we have it in common. Like in the human world, we use maple syrup. They use it in the elf world, but the way that we use it is so different. So that makes it perfect because 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 Will is of both of these worlds. So maple syrup is actually really good. Yeah, both That's of those excellent. are good. Both They're both those, so good. Those are both good. I, I like the elf. Yeah. I think Brittany should get the pick, bro, because this, honestly, that she's the Will Ferrell super fan of us. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Pick it, okay. sis. Those are your well, options. You got well, them all. I think that we should pick the elf because let's it is it. him. Because we just right, talked so highly about him at the let's beginning. Yeah, I like, I like the elf, too. Love all that. Right. All right, so we'll see who gets the elf. That's right. At the end of this podcast, this movie Elf will receive one, <laughs> two, it can read zero, one, two, or three Will Ferrell as Elf. <laughs> yes. Elf in as an Elf. <laughs> and it has to get three in order to be considered a classic from the right perspective. It must be unanimous. All right. Let's get into a recap and spoiler alert. Our recaps are meant for people that haven't seen the content in a while or aren't going to get to see it before they enjoy the podcast. So, spoiler alert. Here we go. Our movie starts in the North Pole at Santa's workshop. 30 years prior, a human baby from an orphanage accidentally stowed away in Santa's sack and returned to the North Pole with him. Rather than returning the baby to the orphanage, they named him Buddy, adopted him, and raised him as an elf. 
As you can imagine, Buddy, played by Will Ferrell, didn't fit in very well. He was four feet taller than everyone else and did not possess the magical toy building skills of a real elf. Eventually, he finds out he is a human, and Santa and the elves tell him everything they know. His mother died shortly after giving birth to him, and his father, a book publisher in New York, never knew of his existence. Excited by the possibility of meeting his father, Buddy travels to New York. And it's a good thing he came to New York, because we, as New Yorkers, we're not immediately startled by a 6'3 man dressed in an elf costume. <laughs> it feels pretty normal to us. <laughs> Must be Thursday. Yeah, it was just almost, it's almost surprising that he didn't smell bad. That's the part <laughs> surprising. Unfortunately, though, when he does make it to his father's office, Walter Hobbs, his father, played, who's played by James Kahn, the people of the office initially think he is a singing telegram. And then after he shares his story about being raised in the North Pole and Walter being his father, they think he is insane and throw him out. Buddy manages to survive on his own for a few days by inadvertently blending in with the holiday staff at a department store. <laughs> Eventually, Walter and Buddy do reconnect. And after a paternity test, Walter takes his new son home and his wife, Emily, played by Mary Steenberger, Love her. Pre, uh, me too. Me too. <laughs> and preteen son Michael, played by Daniel Tay, they actually work very hard to embrace Buddy and the family. Of course, this is tricky because he has a childlike innocence about everything and he lives on an elf's diet sugar, sugar, and more sugar. Eventually, it becomes too much when Buddy accidentally wrecks a crucial business relationship for Walter. Walter blows up and tells Buddy to get out of his life. Buddy ends up all alone on Christmas Eve, walking the streets near Central Park. He's having a complete identity crisis. He doesn't belong in the elf world and he doesn't fit in the human world either. Just then, he sees Santa's sleigh basically falling from the sky towards Central Park. Buddy runs to meet him and it turns out that the engine that powers the sleigh was damaged. Santa asks Buddy to use his elf skills to fix the engine, and he has to move fast because the Central Park Rangers and tons of other people also saw something fall from the sky, and they're on their way to investigate. Walter and, and Michael do catch up with Buddy in the park, and they are amazed to see that Santa is real. Walter apologizes for everything and tells Buddy that he loves him, and really that's all Buddy has wanted this entire time. And while Buddy is working to fix the sleigh, Santa explains that there is an alternate way to power the sleigh. It's with Christmas spirit. Michael grabs Santa's list and runs out of the park. He reads the list in front of a bunch of news cameras, inspiring some people to believe in Santa, which increases the Christmas spirit, which helps the sleigh begin to fly. <laughs> then people at the news site start singing Christmas carols and viewers from all over the place start to sing along. And that does it. The sleigh can now fly and Santa gets away just in time. At the end of the movie, we get to flash forward to see that while he visits the North Pole periodically, Buddy has created a successful life for himself among humans. He's become a children's author at a new publishing company Walter founded. And you also see that one of the women he met while working at the department store, Jovi, played by Zoe Deschanel, eventually becomes his wife and baby mama. The end. <laughs> Very good. Thank you. Can I, can I start this off with some Aubrey trivia? <laughs> Oh, I love it already. Here's some opportunity. I didn't want to say this before 
we watched because I didn't want to color how you felt like I felt. But I went, <laughs> I went to go see Elf in the theater. I don't know who I went to see it with, but this was one of the few movies I walked out of. I walked out of Elf. And I don't remember why exactly. I remember just feeling like this is so, you know how you get bored to the point where you start getting hot? <laughs> like you start feeling physically hot. Like you feel physically uncomfortable. I was just like, I got I got to get out of here. And, and, I, and I remember when y'all text me like, we should do Elf. I was like, Oh my god! So this was your first time seeing the whole movie. Oh yeah, this is my first time seeing the whole movie. Wow! But also coming from a super negative experience. Yeah, sure. Because even even though I still like Will Ferrell, you know, I mean, another one y'all gotta watch is his bloopers from Eastbound and Down. Watch the bloopers from Eastbound and Down. Will Ferrell. By the way, everybody okay. watched that. That's another good one. But even though I always loved Will Ferrell, it was just something about that movie at the time that made me walk out the theater. And the only other time I remember that is when we went to go see Frozen, all of us. We went, me, you, mom, we went to go. Yeah, we went to go see Frozen together. And I was there. Was, I thought it was all of us because it was it was at that that big theater in Pittsburgh, the real big one. Um, and I still support that decision. And Brittany, your mic is out. <laughs> no, it's me. Oh, I'm trying oh, to yeah, get my frozen. Go, 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 go. Yeah, she's frozen no. emotionally. By my what said. <laughs> Not right. technologically. We, we, we all went to go see Frozen. I still stand. By I that remember decision. that. I remember yeah, that. I, I just could I. But even now, I, I stand fast. Yeah, there's a, the, there's a couple other things. Aubrey could not just stay for the family event. When we went to see Pentatonics. <laughs> <laughs> Aubrey could not endure Pentatonics. It was too that, much. That was... It was it was a Christmas Pentatonics event. I cannot... I think it's just Pentatonics. I cannot believe... Pentatonics. Are you sure? Whoever no. it is. I cannot believe... <laughs> it, no. People exchange U.S. currency to go see that, and yin. It is. Yeah, you don't. You don't appreciate good acapella. Yeah, you don't. I. Oh, oh. I you just like acapella if it's Will Ferrell and Ryan anyway, Reynolds. That's right. That's right. Uh, we're, but anyway, we're but off, the point is, but the, the point, point is, is bro, is you, I was you had baggage. You had, I had baggage. baggage. <laughs> I had baggage, but I was still like, I checked the baggage. Yes, I had baggage, did. but I checked. Yes, you had baggage. TSA, <laughs> check that baggage. Because I said, you know what? This is the podcast. This is what we do. Yeah. Yo, you need to watch this movie with an open mind. You two just had a Delilah love someone tonight uh, moment <laughs> where Delilah is like, you're giving a depressing story. And then it just turned out to be great. And Janai was <laughs> increasing your depression by talking about. I have no idea what you're talking about. You don't know about the light after dark. Growing up on 99.7, which 100. Hello? Are you serious? Bro, she would play like soft rock. 
I remember, I remember Wish 100. Definitely. Ooh, I think they're still around. She was the evening voice of Wish 100 for your evening. Why are we yeah. having so much trouble just staying focused <laughs> this time? Get back on focus. The point I was trying to People make People called in with trials and tribulations. Listen, look, the for point comfort. I was trying to make was comfort. that I was... I was coming at Elf from a very interesting perspective. Yeah, that, that's all. It was, it was, it was a movie I walked out on before, but I was very determined to watch it with an open mind. So that's where nice. I learned it. I love that, and I, I came into it. Um, you know, I have seen it many times. I came into it like, I mean, honestly, you all know I take a ton of notes when I watch a movie. I ha- I barely had to take notes, you all, because right. I I really know this movie. I mean, I, I don't remember seeing it in the theater, but I just, I have seen it on television a bajillion times, mm-hmm. you know? And it is one of those movies, I will say, like if I'm flipping through, I'll stop, you know? Part of it is that it's Will Ferrell. Part of it is that it's Mary Steenberger who is like, I just love me some Mary Steenberger, Bergen, Steenbergen, you know? And then also um, Zoe Deschanel. She doesn't have a big part, but I like her. You know, I've always liked her, you know? And that movie is one of the first ways I met her, you know? Yeah. And so it's one of those things I have seen a lot. And so when Brittany was like, we got to review this one, it felt like uh, it's something that's already a part of Christmas for me. You know, this movie came out in 2003, like Denai said, and that's the year I graduated from high school. Mm. And so it was funny to think, I'm like, yo, this movie is going to be 20 years old next year. And so, oh God, that's the year I graduated from undergrad. Ah! And so it's like, (laughs) I was like, what in the world? I can't believe this movie is about to be 20 years old. And so it made me go like, okay, how did this movie become like a, a like a timeless or like even that's like a cult classic type of movie mm-hmm. um but I was but it's hard though because you start to look at it with adult eyes because the first time I watched it I was 17 but now I'm like 37 and I was like Zoe Deschanel girl you don't have no job I was like you he was when you were in it she's getting with this man and liking him I was like girl you don't have no job he lived with his parents. <laughs> I was like, this is not a good choice, Zoe Deschanel. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. This how, is really a problem in the like, like, world. I think, I think People you, do not appreciate I if, whimsy. I think if you were trying to miss the point, you couldn't have done better. Like if you intentionally set out. I was, I started laughing Look, even, when even I was a, watching it. Because I was Brittany, putting, I was Brittany. putting it in real life. I was like, well, let's put it in real not, life. Because I think, I think there, there are times that a woman can relate to, man, I like this dude. I don't know why. Absolutely. <laughs> like, like, I, I, I Absolutely. like it. There's something about Well, I can, can I tell y'all, it's so funny we're starting on the Zoe character, Zoe Deschanel. Yeah. Actually, her name is Jovi. The character's name is Jovi. Jovi. Okay. It's funny we're starting on the Jovi character because the truth is that is the only, like, that, like there's, the, to me, that character, it needed a, just a teaspoon more development, you know? Because what ends up happening is Jovi's character at the beginning of the her, her meeting, um, you know, Will Ferrell's character, Buddy, you, you they, they establish immediately that she is nervous about singing in front of people. 
And so you immediately know a part of her story is going to be music. Okay. The second time we meet her, she's actually singing in the shower and she sounds great. You know, she's amazing. singing. A, right. Zodi now girl, your voice is amazing. She has a great voice. It's a unique tone to it. So good. And then, um, so that, that's a part of her story, but they never, ever, ever told us why she was so nervous or how it was having implications on her life. I mean, if they had just given her two lines of dialogue that said something mm -hmm. like, um, well, you know, I came to New York to sing and it hasn't panned out. Yeah. You know, if they, if, if they had just given us that, it would have made the singing storyline for her so much more full. It would have brought okay. it full circle because even at the I end just, of the movie, her singing plays a huge part and why part. Christmas yeah. spirit gets to the level yeah. where the sleigh can take off. But we did not get to have a personal triumph with her. You know, she definitely helped and it was a triumph in her trusting buddy for sure. But it was not a triumph for her because we didn't know what she was overcoming. Yeah. So, or it could just be stage fright altogether. But when were you even on the stage? Do you see what I'm saying? It's like, if, as if, we, <laughs> if she just said the something movie like, started after that, or, or even if they had just panned over to a picture of her, um, or, or if we had seen something in her purse, like yeah. a, like a, like a open mic night. Okay. Flyer. Yeah. Just anything to show us that, that singing was a part of something she was struggling with. Yes. But so, either way, even what, even though I'm saying that, I still loved it. I thought yeah. it was because Janaya knows at any movie, if there is an ending and I want them to have it, I always go, <laughs> oh my goodness, I hope they fall in love and get married and have a baby. She does. <laughs> and every it's, it's time. Not just Hallmark movies and <laughs> Lifetime movies. She wants that for every movie. Every movie. <laughs> Women to fall in love and get married and have a baby. She so does. with this movie ending that way, I was like, Yes, they fell in love with her dad. Even Bob when Newhart, said, Bob Newhart did a great job too. Because you may be thinking I see where where Will Ferrell. He went to he wanted him to give Papa. What was it, Papa Elf? Yeah, Papa Elf. He wanted it. He wanted to hold uh, Buddy's baby, <laughs> and Buddy went and sat on his lap. <laughs> and, uh, and and Buddy, Bob Newhart you are is a another, human. <laughs> Buddy, you're Bob, huge. Bob Newhart is another funny one, man. Because like back in the day, Newhart. That's oh, really come Newhart. on, absolutely. I was a, even as a little kid, I could just understand that this was funny. Our and dad was, loved that show. Yeah, yeah. that's what you need to know. Our um, dad, anything Bob Newhart was on, our dad loved it. He loved the Bob Newhart show, Newhart, all Newhart. of them. Both of those are great shows. Yes, and is that deadpan comedy? He was like. Yes. One of the originals of that monotone, like, yes, and it sounds like a Jason Bateman type of uh, yes, was yes. He like that same, it's that same thing. Because whenever we're talking about Jason Bateman, we're talking about the fact that even though we want to see him in all types of content, we want him to be that same person in, in anything he's doing. Okay, so you're not, you're just saying so the fact that he's the same type of person, not that the axiomer. But, the, no, but that, that same yeah. kind of like, that I'm, dry I'm, humor maybe yes, I'm saying something mocking of you, but I'm saying it with a straight face. But Jason Bateman gets really animated, I feel like. Really? Does he? Am I thinking of, I think Bateman. you might be, you know who Jason Bateman is, bro? He was the straight guy in Hitch. I mean, not Hitch. Um, what was the superhero one? With Will, Will Hancock. Smith? With Hancock. Yeah. 
Yeah, he was a straight man in Hancock. So he he's literally saying things like, so let's try not throwing the... Yeah, the okay. I, I, I just, he's like, uh, yeah, you, you know? Yeah, that's true, that's true. I think, <laughs> I, I you just, could have flown the, the bus but straight I'm, up. <laughs> so, you know. But I, but I, I, I've seen... I've seen Jason Bateman because I watch Ozark. I watch um, some of his, maybe okay. some of his other stuff. Okay. Uh, 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 okay. Uh, what's the one on uh, the other one where he was um, where he was one of the that rich family? What, what was the name of that show? Oh, Arrested Development. Yes, I've seen every I watched episode. That. I watched okay. that, and there are just moments where he, you know, well, he when he gets riled up. Yeah, and and, and one thing is for sure, Bob Newhart doesn't have. He'll never get riled up. Yeah, Rob, Bob Newhart. Is... He cannot get riled <laughs> up. So anyway, but but anyway, I'm just saying he did good too. Like he like really when, did. Like when they first opened up the movie, and it, uh, and know. Bob Newhart, for those who haven't seen it, he plays. He's the narrator of the yeah. movie. He opens it up, and he's also Buddy's adopted father, Elf. And so he is, he is the one that has raised Buddy for the last 30 years. Um, he taught Buddy everything he knows in terms of like to the extent that Buddy can make toys and, and can do, you know, engineering, elf engineering. Bob Newhart taught Buddy all of that. So he's like he a very loving a story too. present. They, when he said, he was like, you know, to just some elf that gets so wrapped up in his work that he didn't make time to make a family. And I'm just like... And he had been just, alive for hundreds of years. You, did, they, did they just give you some depth? <laughs> Papa Elf, did you just did you just get some depth? Before? Papa Elf has been through it. He's been, through, it, he's been through it. <laughs> Can we talk about the certain parts of the movie? But when he did the, uh, the uh, snowball fight, that was Yes, funny. that was and, funny. And it was the thing that made sense. It's like, yo, he grew up at the North Wall. Totally. So yeah, like, but when he got up, it's like, make as many snowballs as you can. Yeah. <laughs> and he came Listen, up, he you, was just rapid fire with it. Like, <laughs> and then the one guy thing. was <laughs> running far away. He was like, you missed one. He was like. Hand me a snowball. Uh. <laughs> Listen, there were... saying the movie had a lot of moments like that. Yes. Where yes. it was just fun. It was just fun. Exactly. Yeah, because it, and that's a perfect... was... Go ahead, sis. When he was getting on the escalator, yes. you literally have the, the, watched, um, like hundreds the, um, of people get on the escalator you at mean the, mall. the uh the... The, the escalator. Es yeah. Es and he was scared yeah. to get on it. He oh, yeah, we did on. the split. And he did it was just like <laughs> why. You've seen so many people step on here. What is it? When he was going around in the turn, what is it? Is it the turn out? The, the turn door? Revolving like, door. Thank you. I'm like, what is the word? The revolving door. And he was screaming. I'm just like, I'm like, wizard. And then when he kept walking past the men, passing out the flyers. <laughs> he kept thank taking you. the flyers. Thank, thank, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> and what I'm saying is, this is all, so like, I don't know if it is. But it just feels like Will Ferrell being in the moment, like you know what be funny. Totally. Like if I just kept walking past and and like you could just see people will say, like, okay, let's just do it. Like, just let him do whatever. Just let he him wants do. do. Yeah. <laughs> and when he was just looking at the escalator, like, <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> he just can't get it together. Or when he walked into that restaurant and he said, Congratulations, because on the Saturday I had the world's greatest. <laughs> well, hold on. Later on in the movie, he walked, in, there was a point in the movie where he walked into a <laughs> coffee shop that said world's best coffee. It was just like a little diner. He, he was like, Congratulations. He was so happy. But that was funny. But when he went on that date and he he took the date to the coffee shop, Joby. but he blindfolded her. Is that? And he was yeah. like, sip this. And she was sipping the coffee. And we don't even know what the joke is yet. It's yeah. Like, what are they talking? And then when he, and he took the blind, he was like, that's the world's best <laughs> cup of coffee. Oh my God! In his mind, that was, he is that doing was something a, amazing for her. I yeah, that was just a great. That was a great setup. That was just so a, that was just a beautiful setup early okay. in the movie. Okay, y'all, I just found knock it. it out the park. Later. <laughs> Knocked it completely out of yeah. the park. Okay, I had to find it. I knew it was somewhere. Okay, this is the more trivia from IMDb. On the final day of shooting in New York City, it was just. Director John Favreau Will, and Will Farrow, Will Farrell and a cameraman driving around the city looking for locations to shoot. They would jump out and ask pedestrians if they would be willing to be extras for some quick cash while Farrell paraded around acting like Buddy. Much of the montage when Buddy first arrives in New York City was filmed then, such as when he's getting his shoes shined and jumping between traffic. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so it truly so that is how he did it. Because wow. it was so genuine. It's so it was. looking at him. So that means when he was running behind that man in that red outfit, that was just a random person in all <laughs> red. Y'all, that makes this movie so much more funny. It might have been. It might have been so much. Y'all, is there anybody else that could have done this this way? Well, maybe Vince Vaughn. Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey. Oh, yeah. You said it. Absolutely. Uh, that That's a good one. That's really good. He has that. And he has that physical humor as well. That lends like the way he does things. Yeah. The script for Elf was actually written in 1993. And that, wow. yeah, and it was optioned at an independent company um, called Motion Picture Corporation of America. And they actually wanted Chris Farley to play Buddy. That would have worked. I think Chris Farley could have yeah, done a great job. It would have been different. A great job. It would have been different, but it would have been funny. Um, but one thing I do want to talk about is who played Buddy's actual father. He was so good at being annoyed. James Caan. He was so <laughs> James Caan. He did such a good job at being annoyed at Buddy. So and he's, he did he's, an amazing job. He did. I can't think of any of his serious movies. Right now, because um, you know, but he's had very serious movies, and he could be an elf. I love people like that. Absolutely, 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 and he's had such longevity. I mean, I just pulled him up on Wikipedia, and he's he 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 goes back to 1963 and stuff. What? It's crazy. Wow, yeah. Crazy. Yeah, he that's had crazy. named roles in television shows in 1961. Such a time. And, and to his his character being so serious and surly, then to his sweet wife 
he see, she was just so oh don't be like she was so just yes calm and chill with him like, oh she was funny too I thought I thought she was funny too. Uh, what was her name? Mary Steenburgen. Yeah, because I love her. I have always loved her. I think she is just she's one of those people. No matter what character she's in, she brings such heart and depth to it. And she's another one that can be serious and dramatic, but she can also be really funny. You know, she was being funny in a very subtle, yes, she was subdued way. That it's hard to pull that off. Yeah, like, when she was eating Buddy's spaghetti, she was so supportive. <laughs> she was so supportive. Buddy made her so spaghetti. <laughs> it had syrup and candy, and, all and sorts sauce. of candy. It, no, it, hers had sauce and syrup, but his his had everything. His had everything. He hooked it up for himself. I was like, but he looked at the pot really, was like. Like, oh yeah, Pop Tarts. Like, <laughs> when he was eating it, all I could think to myself was, I hope they only take this one time. He could not have possibly eaten this multiple times. I was like, this is terrible. I know Man. some trivia about that. I know some trivia about that. Go ahead. What? This is kind of gross. But they have people who have spit buckets on movies. So when people are eating in movies, they're never really eating. You eat and then they cut and the person comes out and you spit the food. Anyway, that's what happened. <laughs> Shout out to everybody that is a spit bucket holder. That is serious. Are the real goat. Oh my God. Bro, I will say your trivia has now made my trivia, which was just lighthearted and interesting, somehow gross. <laughs> um <laughs> So my trivia is this, the scene when Buddy eats different candies and pastries with spaghetti noodles had to be shot twice because Will Ferrell vomited the first time. Uh, so bro, I'm until so you, until you made us think that now there's probably a person who had to catch the vomit, it wasn't so gross. I don't know. The vomit, <laughs> vomit doesn't usually sound planned. It probably just happens. The mouth that he was eating, I yes. was like, he swallowed some of that. Yes. Oh yeah, you swallowed. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, and he was oh, a trooper. Wow. He was a trooper, but they did it a second time. It was, but the point I'm trying to make is that scene was, of course, a classic Will Ferrell scene. But right before, when she was just eating, and she was just like, she was just, mm. "Buddy, I was there like, was so much going on there because it was like, <laughs> this is how it would happen in real life. It was like, because some people, so you could tell she wasn't enjoying it, but she was acting like a person." acting like they really enjoyed it that's right but you can tell she didn't enjoy it without doing the obvious mm, it's really good like yes. that's, how, that's how people normally, yeah that's how people normally get lesson i have to shout out one of her recent just triumphs mary steenbergen did y'all see zoe's extraordinary playlist this show i have not watched that show okay so this show had a couple of seasons and i think i saw it i can't remember y'all it's like a musical show you know no, I didn't see uh, where I they didn't have see like it. you know i would have remembered that i've seen the commercials well y'all i honestly it's it's it, i found the show to be delightful okay i'll check it out but Let's i'm gonna see. tell you mary steenberger plays the mom and this is a mom that has been put in a very complex set of situations and Gosh, you just watch her. 
deal with these complexities and somehow she still manages to ha have moments where she is so hilarious. She has moments where you're crying with her. Um, and it is just like, this lady just needs to win all the awards in the world. Mm. She killed that part. So I, I just, love that. I, everything she's in. I just feel like she's just so good. Which speaking of crying, I did a little bit at the end of this movie. I'm not going to lie to you. Oh, really? What, I did, which part? What, what, when, what got you? When, watching everybody get the Christmas spirit because oh. I was just like and it's not even so much that's like because you know of course it's happy holidays but yes. I think it's just this novelty this youth this innocence that wears off of all of us right mm. like and so mm. for there to be this big book mm. and it's like Aubrey you wanted you know a game like just for yes. people to you know think of those things and even just to show the nuance of people right there was something like a spa or something that someone who was like a real hard like trucker I'm at the bar person wanted something you're just getting a chance of choice to see of course to see people just multi-layered yes and so I just appreciated seeing that part but also like Santa breaking down in the in New York because Buddy had lost his spirit, his Christmas spirit after he had that argument with his dad. Mm. And so watching Santa break down, it was almost part of Santa giving a gift back to Buddy mm. to be like, you need to know that you are an elf. Yes. Know that you're an elf. You can rebuild my sleigh. You have to go find the part, come rebuild it. I know you know how to do this. And because we have to get the Christmas spirit up, this is also a part where now his father, who has been on the naughty list, is now in a situation where he's pretending to be Santa Claus to get um the, what is it? The park the, rangers? The, the park rangers, yep. Which was hilarious. They were modeled so after the four horsemen of the apocalypse, that obviously. Was, that, was, that was so funny. I was like, Again, that's one of those things. As soon as you start asking <laughs> questions, because you're like, they're the only ones who walked into the spot. Like, like, stop. Then you gotta stop. So like, stop. But bro, they did a good job of handling that because as soon as people saw something fall to the park, they they evacuated the park. They did. Yeah, they did. Were, so they actually they handled that, that very plausibly. Because that's is, what they would have done. They would have evacuated me, the park. They would have evacuated the park. And only people that would have been allowed in are police, which the Rangers but are. To hold Listen. people out of a park is something. Look. Right, stop it. You almost sucked me in. It was, yeah, it was, I agree. So, but, but either way, but they had, already... so, because they were just these <laughs> ominous horsemen with these black jackets on, and they're running. I was like, why are y'all just riding so like crazy through a park <laughs> to go see what this is? And but I just love how they did that. So anyway, I did. I did. If for me, it was an opportunity to just make an internal side eye to police comment. Mm. I did. Just, mm. just those mean horsemen coming after Santa. <laughs> I said... <laughs> We I said y'all so wouldn't come after Santa. We were it's, doing so good on this. I said y'all wouldn't just come over here. Nothing to nobody. <laughs> All you ever did was ride around and drop gifts off. But y'all want to come over here. Go. What did Santa do? What did Santa <laughs> even do? All, right. All he did was sit in there. He ain't doing That's nothing it. to nobody. That's it. So, but I, but it was just so it made me. So emotional. sorry, just to be, just to be clear, you were still able to find a way to be mad at some point during <laughs> Elf. Absolutely. Okay, and I found another opportunity. Um, another opportunity was that all the elves, they had no racial diversity 
in the North Pole. Okay. Now, listen, the reason I was able, though, to work through it immediately, okay, was that they did have other types of diversity. So they had, they had elves, they had claymation characters, okay? They had, you know, talking sea creatures. The snowman could talk. So I was like, okay, they didn't accomplish like, like race diversity in terms of the way we, 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 we define race, which is just, again, it's like a, it's a colonial construct. You know what I'm saying? I'm just, yeah. And I'm so, just, and I'm, so just, I'm just trying and so to I got over it because they had other diversities. Yeah. And I appreciate that. Y'all watching this elf. And then when By, I got with, to the- and, Where and are the Chinese like, elves? That's all I'm saying. <laughs> but then in New York, in New York, can I just say though, they had a very accurate New York. New York is a hodgepodge and that's they what they show. Which that was another reason why I got emotional. I was like, this is so many people all and everyone struggling with the same thing. It was just like, this is so beautiful. I know we need to wrap up, right? Because we talked about everything, but I did have a question. I thought this was real odd that y'all catch this. When they were like, Buddy as a baby was the first human that they'd ever interacted with. Yeah. And I was like, is Santa Claus not a human? Well, he's not. So is Santa- no, Santa's an elf. No, I don't think he's an elf. He is an elf. I think he's just- What? I don't think Santa's an elf. Santa's an elf. I'm going to Google it right now. But I don't think Santa's an elf. Okay. I thought he was his so, own thing. Here is what a cursory mm. Google search has okay. revealed. Very quick. So sometimes Santa is portrayed as an immortal human. Okay. okay. But if you read, the, and this is going to fatherly.com. If you read The Night Before Christmas, the 1822 poem that established Santa's modern form, you'll see that he's not a big guy at all. He's an elf. He's not even a little big yeah, they're basically saying he is, he's an elf. And he's, he's like the head elf. Yeah, and that's why I have always thought of him as an elf. I really I have. Never, never heard I thought, that I thought he was his own thing. Like he was like. Yeah. I like thought he was separate. Yeah, like he was. But he's immortal. So, uh, so since you, you've been bought into the immortal human thing. Yeah. But Arbor, you were saying he was just some other Christmas. Yeah, entity. I thought he was just, just something. He's Santa. You know, like, yeah. like. Wow. You know, like the devil. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like, Santa, but see, this you know is the I'm part saying? of the Christmas spirit because he's going to come to you exactly as you get him. Mm-hmm. I have a request. After we vote, I want each one of us to say one of our favorite holiday songs that we jam out to. Excellent. Okay. I, I already, love I that idea. Answer, I got my answer ready. Me too. Right. Okay, bro. <laughs> bro. Fine. And you can't say what the song is. You have to start to sing it. Oh, this just gets better and better. <laughs> oh, good. Oh my gosh, this is so easy. just to annoy our brother. Okay. Bro, take us to the vote, bro. Does Elf get your Will Ferrell? Elf. Does Elf, elf get the Elf? Does yes, elf, elf get gets, the Elf? Elf gets the Elf. And it was interesting because I didn't really know until the end of our conversation. Like, I was, you know, I could go either way, depending on how the conversation. And I was starting from a place where I thought this movie was so terrible because I walked out on it. I don't know where my mind was in that moment. Like, I don't know why, what was, you know, but point is- You were sitting on a throne of lies. 
I can't remember. I must have been. Yeah, that was another funny part, by the way. But but I'm just saying. But in my head, you know how you make. It's like for the past 20 years in my mind, that's a bad movie because sure. I walked out of it. But yeah, it, it definitely pulled me around. It was light. It wasn't too long. It didn't have a really deep plot, but the plot made sense, mm-hmm. and it was just fun. It was fun to watch, and I like movies like that. Yeah. Like that's why you know I think Home Alone is a good one because it's like again if you start trying to think about the plot, it's like okay, but no, don't think about it. Just watch the shapes on the screen. It's fun, you know what I'm saying? And that, that's how I felt. So it's definitely a classic from me. Well, you know, I will say Elf is a classic for me, and I will. I'm going to say this though: I was on the fence for a little while there. Because I do think it's possible for a movie to be enjoyable and, you know, special to you, but not a classic, you know? And so I was like, is this movie just like fun, you know, or is this actually something I would put as a classic? Um, And so the reason I landed on, you know what, this movie is a classic. The reason I landed on it is because I, um, I know that a lot of people go back to it time and time again. So right. it's one of these things where it's like, well, it's if it's if it strikes me as fun and special, and I know it's striking a lot of people as fun and special, that 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 could be enough to make it a classic, you know. The other thing that makes it a classic to me is the fact that Will Ferrell's in it. I do believe sometimes like an iconic performer can make something precious. And to see this wonderful performance by Will Ferrell, to me, it's like, yeah, we need to acknowledge how how great a job he did in this and hold this movie as special because of Will Ferrell, you know? Mm -hmm. So those are the things I started to think about, like, you know, and then I started also thinking about, you know, there are the fact they had some of these, these, these really actors like James Caan, you know, like Ed, Ed Asner, who played Santa. Y'all, you know, I've recently been watching Mary Tyler Moore. Okay. Um, Mary Tyler Moore is now my current background noise show that I'm playing. And he is, um, he plays her her supervisor on that show. And so I now have this relationship with Ed Asner and I'm able to appreciate his longevity, you know, and the way we've seen many iterations of him. And, and again, Mary Steenberger. So sometimes to me, it is about the collection of people that have come together. I think that can be a reason why why something is a classic too, you know? And then the last thing that I will say is like, um, there are so many movies that are based in New York. So many, you know? And sometimes it's like cliche versions of New York, you know? And it's just like, okay, we got it. You know, there's garbage on the street. Okay. But it's like, this movie to me, it really just felt like it was just taking place in New York. It's like they weren't trying so hard to, to show New York. It was just happening in New York. It was just York. happening in New York. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that to me is well done. Way to go in the way that you, you, you allow this environment and this setting to just be so organically real, you know? So for those reasons, you know, I definitely can give this movie my elf. That's great. Well, this movie, I'm pretty sure you all already knew from the beginning, absolutely gets my elf. Um, (laughs) And I will tell you, it's just from little things like watching Will Ferrell after he was told not 
to eat any gum off of anything, <laughs> then go and eat like five pieces of gum off a random banister Here's on the a New York subway banister. He said, Santa told him not to eat the gum off the ground. <laughs> See, there it is. Hey, y'all. Okay, so wait. That... Sis, I have to interject with a quick piece of trivia we didn't get to, okay. which is, do y'all remember when he was in the dentist's office eating cotton? Yeah. Yes. That was actually cotton candy. Oh, okay. Oh. Yeah. Okay. okay. Sorry, go okay. ahead. They Go did ahead. a good job with that. Yeah. Um, which, but yes, just seeing him, watching him have this childlike fun, and so it makes you start to have childlike fun all the way just down to a person having to the deeper part of the movie, which is you have a 30 year old son that you had, you had no, you had no idea mm. that he existed. Like there's nothing that you knew about him. Um, and then even to be able to talk to the woman who was his mom and she passed away. So you can't even talk to her to figure out even more and just ask questions and all these different things. You're really just starting with him at 30 and moving forward. Yeah. And so um, I love how that movie did that, but they didn't make you feel heavy at any point in this movie. Um, and so, and this is something that I can find myself watching from year to year. Mm -hmm. And definitely you guys always know, I'm like, would I, want, would I let my kids watch this? And I'm like, yes, yes, I will. These future kids are going to be watching Elf. So with all that being said, it absolutely gets my Elf well yeah. there you got yeah. it folks elf is a classic from the right perspective whoop, whoop. Yay! great recommendation sis this was a great way to to celebrate the holidays yes super fun all right brother get to singing <laughs> all right pick one for you guys so this is christmas <gasps> for weak and for strong <laughs> You guys, this is not the same. The rich and the poor one. He just wanted to give us a depressing The road is so long. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> what you all have just witnessed is the ongoing torture that Brittany and I experienced at the hands we of our so-called brother. Rended. Because he knows we hate that song because it sounds like the children that are singing are are in poverty, Party being abused. <laughs> oh, we we think that is the it says, that Let's hope it's a good one without any fear. That yeah. is positive. All right. No, but they're saying yeah. it. They're saying it with their arms thrown in the air. Like let's just hope. Let's yeah. hope it's a good one because they never is. <laughs> All right, listen. Can I give you my real answer? Yes. yes. I'll give you my real answer. <clears throat> Just hear those sleigh bells jingling, ring, ding, tingling, too. Come on, it's lovely weather for a sleigh ride together with you. And I'm going to stop there, but I want you to know I can do the whole song. Absolutely. Because did we sing that as a family growing up? Yes, we did. Yeah, that's a good one. Don't make any sense. No. That's a good one. Yeah. Okay, I got mine locked and loaded because I already know <laughs> this is my favorite Christmas song because it is Donny Hathaway this Christmas. Okay, you were just supposed to sing it. Oh, clearly you follow directions. You I messed did. up the rules. I mean, you just okay, here I go. I got really my. <laughs> I ruined it. And you leave all of this in. You don't edit. <laughs> don't you? Can I edit it to look like I followed the rules? No. no. Stop. <laughs> 
Because we'll just keep saying it. all the mistletoe. I'm going to get to know you better. This Christmas and as we trip the tree, how much fun it's going to be together. This Christmas. Oh, and I can sing that whole song. I love that. The fireside is blazing bright. Uh We're you might not know this, but if Janai, if Janai was eight right now, she would be about to cry. She, used to, oh, she could only remember. make it through one verse at first. When she used to sing See, that, would be, that, would, that would have been a good backstory for Zoe Deschanel's character. Derek oh. would have. <laughs> oh, okay. All right, good. Good. Okay. Um, okay. How do I start it off? Okay. Let it snow. Woo! Can I do the full and, set of part? Yes. Oh, it's cold, cold, but the fire is burning. So baby, baby let no, but yes. Okay. Thanks for indulging me. Of yeah, course, it was a great you know, idea. I gotta say, I think we, I think we should wrap the podcast with the last few lines of "Let us know from boys to men." Okay. I think this is a great way to sign off. Who knows the voice? Well, like that part with let it snow. Let it snow. Oh, happy, happy holidays for the right. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Happy holidays.